Welcome to the Wellness Connection with Fiona Kane. This podcast aims to provide inspiration and education, begin discussions and explore various aspects and strategies around life and wellness. As an experienced nutritionist, holistic counsellor and mind-body eating coach and a woman experiencing my own life and health issues, I have my own unique experiences and approach to these topics. I'm also open to learning. Join me and we can explore these topics together. Hello and welcome to the Wellness Connection Podcast with Fiona Kane. I'm your host, Fiona Kane. Today I'm going to be talking to you about a recent study. So there's a recent study that's been published in the British British Journal of Sports Medicine, so the BMJ, and, um, and it's talking about the effectiveness of physical activity interventions for improving depression, anxiety, distress, and overall symptomatic systematic reviews. Essentially, it's about exercise and what it does for mental health, what it does for your mood and for your anxiety. So that's a a shorter way of saying it. Uh, So essentially, this was a really, really big study. So it was a study where they, uh, let me just look at here to sort of explain what it was. So it it was a study where they looked at 97 they did 97 reviews of a whole bunch of trials. So that was like over a thousand trials, uh, thousands of participants. And so it was a really big review of all of the studies that have been done so far. And the conclusion, I'll read the conclusion and then I'll discuss it. But the conclusion was that physical activity is highly beneficial for improving symptoms of depression, anxiety, and distress across a wide range of adult populations, including the general population people with diagnosed mental health disorders, and people with chronic disease. Physical activity should be a mainstay approach in the management of depression, anxiety, and psychological distress. So that's that's its sort of recommendations that uh, physical activity should be recommended. And, um, And any physical activity is beneficial. Anything is better than nothing. So I think it's actually just really important to bring this up because they even, um, they, they compared uh, physical activity to, uh, to medications uh, and they found that physical activity works better than medications. Now I will just stop for a moment and say I'm not telling anyone to stop taking medications. In fact, I advise that you don't just stop taking medications. It's quite a dangerous thing to do. So if you choose to, take, to stop taking medications, you do it under your doctor's supervision. But what I would say to you is that it's just it shows you that because we think of the medication as being the cure-all when exercise can be very, very helpful indeed, if not more helpful in some cases. So I think it's just important to include exercise as part of your treatment and medication may be needed or it may not, but you bring the exercise in early on and then you uh, work with your doctor about whether or not the medication is the right thing for you. But uh, the good thing about exercise is generally speaking, there's no bad side effects unless you injure yourself or something like that. But in general, just doing kind of the basic exercise is is a really good thing. And, uh, you know, and it's, it's, and for so many reasons, you know, so just besides the fact that often it means you're getting outside and you're getting some vitamin D from the sunshine, we know vitamin D is really important for 
depression and uh and you're getting uh, and you're just when we go outside like and like of course you can do inside exercise as well so this actually does include you know whether or not you're doing like a little workout at home based on an app or whatever you're watching online or um if you're just doing some stretches every day or if you put on your favorite song and just dance around and you're not doing anything formal so that's all really beneficial as well so the outside bit doesn't have to be the case but just pointing out with the outside bit the good thing about the outside bit is you are getting – when we go outside, even looking up um, we know can be really beneficial for our mood because we're looking down and we've got our posture. So actually just going outside and you look up and you look at the sky and, you, look, you know, you look at the clouds and, and you know, you, you know just the birds and the trees and the butterflies and whatever. So just there's something about that that just uh, reminds us that um, – uh, when we're kind of alone and inside and whatever, it can be very just about us. So when we go outside, there's other people, there's a world out there. There's a, we're actually quite small and, you know, as part of the world. And it kind of just gives us, a, I suppose, a, um, an ability to see that um, that we're not <laughs> – the world's a bigger place, you know, get perspective, I suppose, is what I'm trying to say. Uh, so going outside is really, really beneficial. <laughs> it's actually pouring rain right now. I don't know if uh, you can hear this on the microphone or not, but uh, just got distracted. It sort of suddenly got very dark and it's pouring rain. Talking about looking outside at the sunshine. Uh Anyway, so what we know is that even just going outside and just looking up, looking at the sky and, and whatever and getting amongst it, getting vitamin D is really great uh, as well as, as the exercise. And this study was specifically looking at the exercise itself. And the exercise, it's, you know, it's the endorphins and it's you feeling strong when you do exercise and when you feel a bit fitter, you feel healthier, you feel better. But, you know, when we move our body, we kind of move toxins through our system, we keep our bowels going, um, doing exercise uses energy but it also gives you energy. Also, when you're doing exercise, you feel uh, like you feel like you're showing up for yourself. You're doing, you're practicing self-care. So you're doing something that's, you know, that's that's good for you, that's supportive of you and your health. So there's a whole bunch of um, emotional reasons, physical reasons, uh, reasons to do with potentially being outdoors or whatever. There's so many reasons that add up to exercise being really, really beneficial. And um, and look, I would also say in regards to going back to sort of the medication thing too, I, I've had this conversation, I, I remember in particular a friend who was in trouble a few years ago, and I've, I've seen this a few times, where Sometimes you are so overwhelmed, there's so much going on, you are such in such a state of, I can't even think of the word, but it could be a mania or it could be a um, just a, like you're just in that adrenaline state. And sometimes when people are in that state, they cannot plan, they cannot do exercise or plan even protein or what, like they, they just can't even think straight. So uh, in that situation, obviously, sometimes for people also medication first is a good idea. Uh, not always and it's different with everyone. And I'm not the expert on the medication, by the way. You talk to the people who that, that's a job. It's not my job. Just an observation for me. But sometimes people do need medication just to calm them down. So sometimes if you're just so overwhelmed and so you can't even think straight, then you need some sort of medication to sort of calm you down enough or straighten you out enough so that you can plan things like food and exercise and all of those things. So don't think – because sometimes people think, oh, no, no, I've got to I've got to do the exercise and the diet and this and that and whatever because I know it's what I need to do. But if you just physically can't because your brain just won't allow you to because it's just so hyped up or whatever, um, then sometimes the solution, at least the short-term solution, um, is 
some sort of medication uh, under supervision, obviously support from uh, from a therapist of some kind, uh, and and getting you to a place where you're calm enough and able to think straight and plan things, and then you can then sort of say, okay, I'm going to put these things into into action. So if you're early enough and you're not in that situation, then I would suggest you put all of these things in first. But if you're really it's dire and you're really struggling. Uh, don't struggle more to trying to make it perfect to put everything into place. Just go and get the help you need, get some medication, calm it down. Then you can put some things into place because you just can't do it. If you can't do it, you can't do it. That's fine. Um, and the other thing too with exercise is don't get – like people get caught up on, oh, it, must, it means I have to go to the gym or do this or do that. No, it just means move, movement, right? So that can look like a million different things and that can certainly be done at home and it can certainly be about getting up and down off your chair and just, you know, holding on to the, you know, holding on when you do it so you don't fall um, or doing push-up against, push-ups against a wall or like I said, putting your favourite song on and just dancing around the room. There's not sort of, um, don't get caught up on it means 45 minutes at the gym every morning or it means boot camp at 5 a.m. every day. It can mean those things, absolutely, but it doesn't have to mean those things. And um, and also then I have talked about this before, but I thought I would just sort of add in there as sort of a reminder some of the other things that can um, that can be useful as far as helping treat your mental health. So one is a gratitude diary. Certainly any any ability to have gratitude, the more we sit in the place of gratitude, the more we can feel grateful for things and we we can uh, see beneficial things or see positive things. So, uh, you know, you, you see what you look for and if what you look for is if you're, if you're looking for opportunities, if you're looking for proof that there's beauty in the world and there's wonderful things, you will see that. But if you're looking for confirmation that the world's all bad and it's all going to hell, you'll also see that because both is there. There's always sort of both things there at, at, the, at one time. That's the, the beauty or the, uh, the challenge or the uh, reality of the world. However, you can just choose to only see one and not see the other. So I think I've used the example before, but it's it's the example of, you know, there's a disaster and we see the disaster, but then we don't see the people who who help and the people – when you see later on when you see uh, footage or information or or documentaries, uh, films or whatever about some disastrous, horrible thing that happened – what you often see is, is great stories of of people, uh, courage and, you know, like I just recently saw, now I can't remember the name of the film, but Sir Anthony Hopkins was in this film, Something Time, something. Um, and anyway, it's a film about uh, uh, a British man during World War II who was able to get a lot of Jewish children out of, I think it was, were they, no, was it Poland? Belgium, I can't remember now. It might have been Poland. Um, but essentially he saved a whole bunch of children from uh, what would have been a terrible fate and basically got them uh, adopted into homes in the UK until um, hopefully after the war some of them might have still had family and were able to go back and maybe many of them weren't. But anyway, he, he helped uh, I think hundreds of children and, uh, and you know, a really like World War II, I mean we could talk about all 
or terrible, awful things that happened, uh, but something of beauty like that happens, right? So, uh, so the world there's always both happening that there's terrible things and there's disastrous things, but then there's beautiful people and kind people and brave people, and 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 just wonderful things that happen. And there's beauty in the world, and there's beautiful things, and there's awful things. It's all there. So, or what happens often when we're depressed or when we're feeling down uh, is that we only see the negative stuff. And look, I'll. I'll include myself as well because uh, as anyone who knows who's been listening to this podcast or watching this podcast that uh, I've had, you know, a fair bit of sort of grief, grief over a few deaths in my family and friends and things in the last few years. Um, I have my moments. I really have my moments. And sometimes, you know, I'll be out at lunch with some friends or something and I'll just later on I'll hear back what I said and what I was talking about. And I'm, I'm so depressing to be around sometimes. So I, I, I'm not, this is not a judgment on anyone. It's it's just the way it is that when, when we when we have a lot of negative things or things that we perceive as negative um, or just uh, we're having a tough time of it or all sorts of things, we we can end up just only seeing bad. And uh, and it's just a reminder like to, to start to hear yourself too and, and to look for something good. And, you know, it may need, lots of therapy and medication and lots of things it depends on what's going on for you and why you're feeling that way but um but yeah it is important to look for beauty look for good things because good things do happen and uh, there's heroes uh, in situations not just bad guys so it's just look for those things in the world look for proof that there's you know there's those things in the world because it is there if you look for it you will find it uh also uh just things like uh, you know, connection. Connection is so important. Making friends, and um, and finding the right friends for you, and understanding that sometimes there are seasons in life, and so there are seasons for jobs. There might be seasons for friendships and relationships. Uh, sometimes these things change, but um, so if you don't have a friend circle at the moment, either reconnect with an old circle or, or connect with someone new, or go to some sort of group or some sort of interest group. But um, you know, connection is really important, and when you go out and talk to other people and realize there's other people that experience uh, the same things as you. It can be really good. As long as your group is a yeah. – <laughs> some groups, some of the groups I've seen on Facebook that I've gone into are super negative. So if you're in a group that's just all about let's just all be victims forever and we can't be responsible for anything in our lives, it's all just happened to us and let's all just sit here and be victims, I don't think that's a good group. <laughs> you can certainly all talk about a tough time and how hard it is and I and I've I, anyone who's watched and seen any of my stuff will know that I talk about the importance of having a moment of being a victim like it's is okay to feel really awful to feel really bad and to feel like you're a victim and it's not fair and all of those things that's absolutely valid uh, I just don't recommend that people live there it's an experience you have it's a feeling that you have uh, and you work through it or you get help to work through it but you just don't live there forever that's all so it's not that not that it's not valid to have those feelings and experiences. It's just not helpful to live there. Uh, you can choose to, but it's really not helpful and it doesn't really make for a happy and healthy life. Um, the other thing that I wanted to mention as well, there's a couple of things in regards to terms and terminology. So I uh, was listening to a podcast this morning and I there was a psychologist on that podcast and she actually said that uh, I might not get it exactly right uh, I won't name her in case I'm sort of getting it slightly wrong but the essence of what she said was that mental good mental health 
is not the absence of uh, feeling bad feelings or feeling bad or sad feelings or something along those lines. It's not the absence of difficulty. So good mental health is not the absence of anything bad happening or any difficulty in your life or any difficult feelings. And it's not um, – It's and so good mental health isn't happiness. Uh, so because a lot of people, they get confused about what good mental health is and they think that if you have good mental health, it must mean that you're just happy all the time and you never have any challenges and you never have bad feelings or bad thoughts or feel bad or anything like that. That's simply not true. So uh, good mental health is not whether or not you ever have any of those feelings, it's how you manage them. So if you feel enraged and angry, good mental health is when you know how to how to work through those feelings and not going out and smashing someone, right? Uh, so, uh, you know, good mental health is when you have an argument with someone or, or, or a, a debate or a discussion and you're able to walk away and kind of go, hey, we disagree, but that's fine. And you're not taking it personally and you're not getting all aggro about them and you're not, you know, those sorts of things. That's one that I've had challenges with over the years, I will admit. Um, I get very excitable in different debates and things and sometimes I've had, I've had learning and I've had to learn how to kind of just you know, cool down and calm down and just be okay that other people have a different opinion. Um, I can find that hard sometimes. And it's just, again, admitting that some things I have challenges with, uh, uh, so, you know, we're all flawed. We're human beings. We're flawed. And it's not so much, um, it's not me kind of then sort of diagnosing that and turning it into a pathology. It's just me recognizing some things about myself and being aware and working through that and learning how to do that better. Uh, so the truth is that, uh, you know, having good mental health is just about how you manage life because the truth is that, um, you know, like I was talking about before, good and bad things are in life. Good and bad things happen in life. You know, life is a mixture of lots of things and uh, and and it can be really, really tricky and it can be hard to find your way in it and things change and you have um, traumatic experiences or grief experiences or, um, you know, your failures and whatever. But you also can have successes and you can have love and you can have fun and, and you know, you can have be curious and you can learn and you can, you know, all the th- different things. It's just that it's all there. Life is all of the things. And I think it's when you, good mental health is one, just knowing that, that it's all of the things. <laughs> it's all of the things. You're not succeeding or failing. It's just wherever you are in the, you know, I think uh, my mentor, Shandu, uh, who's been on the podcast before, we talk about it being snakes and ladders. And life is like that. It's, it literally is a game of snakes and ladders. So you'll kind of be doing really well and you'll be really pleased with yourself. And, oh, I'm so uh, evolved and I'm so healthy. And then you're not. because. <laughs> something happens that absolutely reminds you that you're not as evolved as you thought you were uh and oh you know life just happens and it just brings you down and and you know i know that certainly that and some of these things are just things you have just no control over and um and then suddenly just something a terrible event happens or a really upsetting event or whatever it is and um it really knocks you over knocks you for a six and it can take you you know, days, weeks, months, years to get really get back up again, depending on the situation, depending on you. Um, so, you know, life is is just, it's life is all the things and it's all of the colours and it's all of the shades. And so, you know, good mental health is actually understanding that. Uh, it's and it's accepting that, just an acceptance of that it is what it is. That is just how life is. And rather than getting 
again to like rather than getting too judgmental about what stage you're at and this is another one for me it's like oh I don't know oh I should have been over this like five six years ago how come I'm still going on about this thing I'm really like I annoy myself sometimes because I feel like I haven't gotten past something or moved on from something or learned something or, or, or achieved whatever it is uh, I get really frustrated with myself but I'm, I'm learning you know a lot of it's about just accepting the process and accepting where you're at and if you're at where you're at that's where you're at now and, and you certainly you can work on moving forward but um but part of moving forward is also just an acceptance of where you are right now and um, we can get really frustrated with that or ourselves or the situations that you know, it is what it is and so having that acceptance knowing that it is what it is it doesn't mean there's nothing you can do but um but having acceptance of where it is now and uh and doing what you can to move forward as you can at whatever speed you're able to depending on what resources you have around you and um and learning how to roll with it uh rather than uh being thrown around all of the place and actually one of the examples or one of the uh, to picture this in your mind again my referring back to my mentor, Shandu, she talks about being in your boat or being outside of your boat. And if you think of um, you, know, you and your life um, and that you have this boat that you travel in and uh, and we've all got our own boats and it doesn't mean we can't connect up with each other's boats or, you know, uh, move about, but essentially we've got our own boat. Um, what often happens is we end up outside of the boat. So we fall out uh, or we get out to go and rescue someone over there or whatever, but we end up outside of the boat and then we wonder why we're just getting thrown around everywhere and we've got to remember to just get back inside our boat. <laughs> and part of that is just to know what's yours and what's not <laughs> uh, and to know what you can control and what you can't. Um, and really the boat, a lot of the boat, analogy is around self-care so it's around you know eating protein and eating plenty of veggies and drinking plenty of water and the exercise that I was talking about before the movement and it might be meditation or relaxation or you know going and having therapy or whatever it is uh, that you need to do but uh, but it's self-care and making sure you get enough sleep all of those things so uh, getting back in your boat a lot of it is around just like like it's, it's kind of grounding yourself is a bit weird in a boat analogy but it's 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 practicing the self-care and getting back into the self-care routine and looking after yourself and some people need more than others they really need to practice a hell of a lot of self-care to stay sort of okay uh and um and some people need more like at different times we might need more than others certainly there's times where i need a lot more and i've really got to focus on it it needs to be my main focus and there's other times where i can not be quite as focused on it but i can't completely let go of self-care because things fall apart pretty quickly for me physically and emotionally actually um so you know mental health is kind of about more about learning to roll with it learning to kind of you know, roll you know rather than getting dumped by every wave it's kind of going with it as you know and then kind of working out where, where to from here uh and um even just the word mental health because i was just looking at the definition of mental health because when you say mental health people often think mental health means like you're mental like there's something wrong with you um like and that i know that's a very judgmental saying that I, but it's just a statement of how how people relate to a certain word so i'm not saying that people are mental or whatever but yeah, I think you'll understand what I'm saying. Forgive me for um, how I've just said that, but they just relate the word mental health to being meaning that there's something wrong, all right, which is a better way of saying what I just said. 
and, and and essentially mental health, I'm just reading a definition here, it's a person's condition with regard to their psychological and emotion, emotional well-being and a big part of, you know, assessments when you are assessing, um, diagnosing people with mental health issues, it's not whether or not they have certain thoughts and feelings, it's all, but it's also how they deal with them, how they manage them. So, um, so yeah, the word mental health is just t- talking about your you know um, how you're managing life essentially emotionally, and uh, and we get med- better mental health when we practice lots of self care, and we learn how to go with it more than rather than fight against it because life is life and it's snakes and ladders and it's you know, stuff happens. Uh, so the more that you learn to sort of go with it and go with the flow, uh, going with the flow doesn't mean you can't make decisions along the way and, and take different turns and whatever but it just means that sometimes if you're on that wave and it's like you can't get off uh what you need to do is just protect yourself till lands till you land on shore and then the next step so sometimes you just can't control that or how long that's going to go for because that is life sometimes so um so anyway getting back to the beginning of this is just uh the effectiveness effectiveness of moving your body in regards to your mental health for anxiety for uh, for depression and all of that i just cannot emphasize it enough please move your body and if you need support or help around that uh, see a health professional so whether or not it's an exercise physiologist or your physio or, or your personal trainer but if you need to sort of see someone to get help around it because you have issues around that um or um, issues with your ability or your or function or whatever then just get support around what that might look like for you I think anything is better than nothing. So rather than kind of throwing the baby out with the bathwater and say, I can't do this, so I can't do it. It's like, well, again, I've talked about this before, but it's like, what can you do? And maybe you need advice around that and that's fine. Get professional advice. Um, Anyway, I hope that this has helped point out to you uh, a little bit more about mental health, the way we look at it and um, what we can do to support our mental health and uh, just really emphasize to you the importance of uh, as the studies say it over and over and over again, and this is a big study that looked at the whole lot, the importance of uh, moving your body uh, movement in regards to managing your mental health and, uh, and having good mental health. Anyway, I will leave it at that. Please remember to like, subscribe, share, and if you're on Rumble or YouTube, you're welcome to comment as well. Um, and, uh, and I will um, see you all again next week. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for tuning in today. If you enjoyed the episode, please like, subscribe and share to help me reach more people. Go to the link in show notes for more information about my services. And until next time, please keep showing up for yourself.